Hello, Nomads, and welcome to episode 58 of the Nomads of Fantasy. I am your host for this episode. My name is Eric, and as always, I have with me Brandon. You never had a camera in my head. (laughs) (laughs) That's how he says it. Simple, stinger. Um, And since uh, our other nomad, Dave, is on vacation this week, we brought in a special guest. We have Bob Buell from 99 Questions Pod. Truman, it's television. I did it. I'm on television. I'm on the Truman Show. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good one. I like, that's when the dude pops out of the Christmas gift, right? Made me yeah. audibly laugh. <laughs> yeah, that's such a good one. That's so really good. good. Hey, thanks for having me, guys. This is fantastic. Yeah, Bob Buell, why don't you introduce yourself and tell us a little about your podcast? Oh, me? Uh, well... <laughs> Name's Bob, uh, you know, Capricorn, uh, Long's <laughs> Walk on the Beach, all that jazz. Uh, but yeah, I have a, a, a lovely podcast I'm very proud of called 99 Questions, where I uh, interview uh, folks uh, from different uh, mediums, different realms in the in the video game world, in the acting world, comedians, uh, internet, YouTube celebrities, and I always ask them the same set of 99 questions to see how we're all the same at heart. But we all have different answers to these questions. And, uh, yeah, I'm having a ton of fun doing it. And uh, if people want to check it out, uh, you know, search it. Google it. That's <laughs> awesome. It. It's there. That's such a that's such a cool concept for a podcast. I love that. Yeah. Really, we, um, we're, we're big fans of doing that because at, at the end of every episode of our show, we've always done a game. Um, mm. we, we, we tend to do a lot of tr- mostly trivia, like, mm-hmm. you know, yes or no. We mix it up. Yeah, we'll we make up our own games. Episode, we, yeah, yeah, we're so, big fans yeah, of that it's whole fun. concept. Yeah. Oh, I love it. Yeah, it it was half stolen from uh, from uh, Ben Hansen, who's at Min Max now, who used to do rapid fire interviews, and then half from uh, James Lipton that inside the actor studio, where he'd always do the like five yeah, questions yeah, yeah. at the end of every interview. That's I was cool. like, uh, yeah. What if there was just a whole show that's just that? Right. And uh, I don't know. Turns out, it's doing yeah, all right. Dude. Yeah, <laughs> that's awesome. Great idea. Thank you. Thank you, guys. Well, the reason we're here is to talk about this wonderful movie called The Truman Show, released in 1998, going back to the 90s. I was only three years old when this movie released. Um, And I had recently only watched, like, I've seen parts of it here and there throughout my life. But I think, like, two years ago, maybe, is the first time I watched the entire movie. Yeah. Uh, from beginning to end. So it's it's one of those, you know, where I've seen bits and pieces and I didn't see it until semi-recently. Um, what about you guys? Have you? I'm assuming you guys have seen it before. before I was 17. This. I was a huge Jim Carrey fan. Uh, this was like, not like my hero, but like this was the guy I would just watch anything he was in. So when this movie came out, I was like, he's going to do some kind of drama. You know, let's do it. You know, that's pretty much how I approached it. And I've loved it since. Yeah, I, I definitely remember, I don't know if I saw it in theater, but definitely when it came out after the fact, probably, a, you know, DVD or whatnot, um, and really, really loved it. And it's it's one of these movies that I find myself forgetting a lot of the key points of mm-hmm. as time goes on. So like every five or six years, I'll be like, yeah, I have positive memories of this movie. Let me watch Truman Show again. And then I watch it and it blows me away. Like every five or six years, uh, in just how good it is, how much of a drama it is, which yeah, right. 
you look at the trailer, you look at the commercial, they kind of soft sell this as a comedy, which mm-hmm. I get, you know, Jim Carrey, but man, I, yeah, really, really uh, love this movie and uh, have seen it a handful of times. It's crazy how yeah. it holds up. Like the, yeah. you're revisiting it and you're like, it got a positive memory and then you watch it again and every five, like that says something for a, a movie, especially when there's like, it's not sci-fi, but it's, it's very fictional. Like this is a ridiculous concept. And I love yeah. when a comedian is put into like Groundhog's Day. It's one of like, almost everybody loves that movie for Bill Murray. And that was like that comedy, uh, that's comedian's dark comedy. And this is Truman's where it's kind of sad when you real when you watch this movie and over again, it's, you realize this is a really, I mean, you knew it was kind of an effed up situation, but like, mm-hmm. man, who, who does this to somebody and how do people, Hold on. let's not get it? too far into all it. All right. All right. <laughs> <laughs> we will, we'll do that after, after the break here. Yeah, definitely. Um, mm-hmm. Well, it turns out other people really like this movie. Uh, I asked a question on social media at Nomads of Fantasy if you want to follow us on Twitter. Uh, well, actually, Brandon, you did this one. We've been tag team in the social lately. Uh, you said, how does everyone feel about the Truman Show? We got a bunch of responses. Um, I hate your taste in movies, says I honestly haven't seen it in at least 20 years, but still can quote it and picture it so well. Definition of an um, impactful film. Hmm. Um, Shoot the Flick says one of my favorite Jim Carrey movies. Uh, sports film pitch says very interesting and honestly wouldn't be surprised if they tried to do it in reality one day <laughs> seems to be where the world is heading interesting uh, Lords of Swine says fantastic absolutely loved it watched it multiple times as a kid can can still want to now classic in my opinion Kilted Ones is one of the few movies I like Jim Carrey and he does a great job dramatically and doesn't need to be over the top and Brandon this is funny Film Rage says I liked it and when I saw it I saw it when it came out, but hadn't seen it since, so I don't know if it held up. Let us know. And wow. we can say that it that it absolutely does. Yeah. Um, plug in our Discord here as well. Uh, if you want to join our Discord, the nomadsoffantasy.com slash Discord. Uh, Chris Logan says, great movie. Love Jim Carrey since his Ace Ventura slash Dumb and Dumber slash Mask Breakout. And remember the word of mouth being this was a more serious role. It may not be as unhinged as the old stuff, but it's still a comedic performance. And of course, he nails it, uh, which I agree with as well. Driving Devan says, I was also a big fan of 90s Jim Carrey comedies, especially Liar Liar. But I think The Truman Show is his best movie. It even inspired an episode of Boy Meets World, uh, which I didn't know. I wasn't I I didn't really watch Boy Meets World that much. Um, And finally, already fine in our discord says I went into The Truman Show nearly 100% blindly after being used to the likes of Jim Carrey's early goofball slapstick comedies. So my first thought here was, what the heck is going on here? It didn't take long at all for the subtlety and earnestness in his performance to win me over, and I ended up loving that movie. So, all great comments. Thank you, everybody, who commented, writing in with your thoughts on this movie. And it seems like it's kind of universally loved. Like, even if you aren't the biggest fan of Jim Carrey, especially his comedies. Like this is, I feel like this is the one that people point to that. It's like, listen, if you want to watch a Jim Carrey movie, you should watch this one, you know? So, yeah. Uh, yeah. To me, it's, it's kind of funny. Like my, because obviously Jim Carrey known for his comedic work, right? Like being completely outlandish, all the uh, Ace Ventures, Cable Guy and all that stuff. I, I, I had to think of it while I was watching this movie. My three favorite Jim Carrey movies are his, quote-unquote dramas and it's this it's man on the moon and it's eternal sunshine of the spotless mind 
Uh, that's the one I need to uh, I need to watch. You've never seen that Eternal movie? Sunshine. I have never Dude, seen that, Eternal that's Sunshine. That's like a po- that's why you have a podcast to talk about movies like that. <laughs> Shoot. All right. Dude, it's been on my list for le- for let's years. Let's watch Eternal Sunshine. Let's, let's do it. Do it. Right. We'll have to one bring you back. Time. <laughs> I it, it, that's in my top three of favorite movies ever. Oh, Again, I haven't awesome. seen it in a while, but right. man, that, when I saw that movie, it like floored me. I uh, saw it once. I'd be curious to. Man, okay. Well, yeah, I guess I should. I know what movie I'm watching next. <laughs> 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 well, all right. I think that wraps up our act one. Um, we'll take a little break here and then come back and really do a deep dive into all that is the Truman Show. back to talk about the Truman Show starring Jim Carrey uh, like I said before released in 1998 um, I guess it's classified as a comedy drama film which whatever I'll, I'll take it there it's mostly a drama but there are some comedic moments you know the comedy Jim Carrey's comedy that he's usually known for definitely takes a backseat here and you know I, I'm honestly impressed with his acting in this movie his dramatic acting for sure, like, I feel like this is the movie, you know, I grew up on the the goofy Jim Carrey movies, you know, The Mask, Ace Ventura, Liar Liar, like, I loved all those movies as a kid, which is why I think I never really watched this one until sort of recently, because I knew it was like, you know, it's not, it's not the funny Jim Carrey movie, you know, so yeah. this is, this is his more mature, quote unquote, mature movie, um, but I think I it works. Oh, yeah. It, it, it's splitting hairs for sure, but I would definitely call it a drama slash comedy, not yeah, a comedy slash drama. Yeah. yeah, flip those terms. Yeah, like like classic Jim Carrey basically shows up in the driving scene. Yes. with his wife in the passenger seat, and that's about it. Like everything still, else is just him being like a even in that scene. Actor. Even in that scene, like the comedy's there. But there's like an undertone since he's like going crazy. He's literally going nuts, like insane. He's cracking up. So there's like a dark undertone even to the to the comedy in that scene, which I which I really appreciated. Um, yeah, directed by Peter Weir, which I don't really know him from much else. Um, yeah. Looking at his filmography, I don't really uh, recognize a ton of things that he's done, but. Um, just based on the direction of this movie, uh, I'd be interested in checking out some of the other stuff. I mean, he did like Dead Poet Society. Um, Master and Commander is supposed to be a masterpiece that, and nobody saw Master it. And Commander. We, we okay. should watch that someday. It's supposed to be oh, extremely yeah. good. And, yeah. Russell Crowe, right? Yes. It's like his yes. next film after Gladiator. Oh, interesting. Well, I that's cool. being pretty solid. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, Purdue... Produced by Scott Rudin, written by Andrew Nicole. Um, Jim Carrey, obviously, is the star. Ed Harris also 
supporting as well as Kristoff is fantastic. He actually was nominated for Best Supporting Actor um, that year for an Academy Award. It had a couple nominations, which I didn't know about. Best Director was nominated, Best Supporting Actor, and Best Screenplay. Um, all deserved. None of them didn't win, but all nominated uh, in the Academy Awards that year. And this had a surprisingly large budget of $60 million. How much like, of it went to Jim Carrey, though? He was the he, man it was, at that point. Normally, yeah. I've read this on, like, whatever, one of the trivia things that I see that I saw about the movie. Uh, normally, his going rate at that time was $20 million, uh, But for some reason, he took, like, a cut, and he, he made $12 million off this movie. So, decent chunk, mm. but... Um, yeah, it brought in at the box office two hundred and sixty four point one million. So definitely a uh, critical and commercial success. I, I'm noticing something right now is that when we were looking at the director, Peter Weir, I, I was looking at the movies he did. He did Dead Poet Society, which is a pretty popular drama from back mm-hmm. in the day. And it had did they had Robin Williams in it? Yes, it right? did. And he was yeah. playing. A, he was a silly comedian turned. Uh, dramatic actor, mm, yeah. and I wonder if he's like, all right, Jim Carrey's just well, the new kid on the block. When you say this that, out. Robin Williams was actually considered for the role of Truman in this movie. Oh, well, there he you was. Go. He was one of the actors mm. considered. <laughs> there was a couple weird ones. Samuel L. Jackson was also considered for Truman. Wow, really? But there was huh. a couple considerations. But Jim Carrey. Well, I think the the director actually changed hands. Like, originally, the writer of this movie, Andrew Nicole, if that's how you say his name, I hope it is, um, he was originally going to be the director, but they changed it to Peter Weir, and Jim Carrey was actually Peter Weir's first choice for Truman, so um, he was able to get him. Which... Yeah, I, th- I think a lot of this movie rides on the the likability of Truman, oh, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, listen, I love Samuel L. Jackson. I don't know if that is his role, you know. That what would I mean? be a different movie. That would be a very a much darker movie, I would imagine. A very different different uh, uh film entirely, but um yeah, I I I can't picture anyone but Jim Carrey in this. I love that. Honest, I love no. when when I can't I can't see someone else cuz like he does when he does need to be silly, it's great. It's yeah. great. You know, it's not full-blown Jim Carrey, but like the car scene he does go a little bit crazy. And even when mm-hmm. he's like, I guess he's like making some of these scenes on the fly, but uh, he was doing like the mirror scenes. I guess that was just all him. Just. That was a couple. Soap that, yeah, that was an improvisation. Yep, yeah, that was all improv. There was another one, like a different take of that same scene where he like drew like a wig and like a dress on himself too. So it was like two takes on the same scene. Just funny. Oh, and Gary Gary Oldman also was considered for the role. Ooh. For, oh, for Kristoff. Uh, yeah. Um, I have to imagine. So yeah, yeah not Jim Carrey. That would have been <laughs> not his really role cool. Truman. Yeah, I yeah I learned a couple of cool things. Um, it's funny. Ed Harris and Jim Carrey never met during filming, which I think is well, really smart. Oh yeah, because. By yeah, I mean, they were in completely different scenes. Like, they never interacted with each other in the movie until yeah. the end, you know. But Even then, it's purely voice, too. Right. So exactly. I, I do love that even the credits breaks it down to, like, the the city folk and, uh, you know, all of Kristoff's people. Like, they're just two separate casts, basically. Mm-hmm. Right. Yep. Uh, yeah. 
<laughs> I guess before we get too far into it, if you haven't seen this movie and you're listening to this for whatever reason, we can give a basic overview of what it is. Um, well, I, I like- would say, I would say, for some reason, if you're this one person who hasn't seen this movie or know what it's about, <laughs> but like, just just go and watch it. Don't let us ruin it because I I watched this this I, this is a family friendly movie. I watched this with my yeah. whole family, wife, kids, and all, and we we loved it. Um, but my oldest kid is seven, and he was watching it, and I didn't tell him what it's about. He had mm. he's just thinking that this dude's just living a normal life. He right. had no idea what was going on. So when the things happened to Truman. Jack was like, "That's such a that's that the way to watch weird. it." And I'm like, "The way to Aw. if you've I never couldn't seen imagine, it." Because I knew going, I remember the trailer when I was younger. Yeah. Like, oh, it's a it's a reality show, but he doesn't know. And it's just like, okay, like I get it, you know. <laughs> but to not know, I feel like that's that'd be such an well, well shit. I just <laughs> ruined it for that person. I was got out of here. That's <laughs> fine. No, get, but that's such. If you haven't seen it, that is the way to go in, just blind, not knowing anything, because like you were saying, Brandon, like. You will follow. You'll discover the mystery of it as Jim Carrey is throughout the throughout the entire movie. Because at the beginning, you don't know if like if you go in blind and don't know the concept of the movie, you don't really know what's going on. You just think he's a normal dude and you're just following his everyday life. And then the first thing that happens is that studio light falls out of the sky and like comes crashing down, and a you're like, "Brilliant start, yeah." What the hell is that? Like that was the, that was the start of like, I mean Truman's character, his realization that like something weird is going on in this town. Well, what's interesting is this movie starts with a trailer, and they give it away right away. They just show you, you know, Kristoff in the very beginning because you don't see him till pretty much the final act. But in right. the beginning, and he's just talking about what it is, and it, it makes me wonder like, what if they cut that part out? It would be a different, and then you made this whole movie like Vanilla Sky. You ever see that movie? It's a weird oh, yeah. name, That's right? The Tom Cruise, but there's one, right? there's some weird stuff going in that movie. But at, when you look at it, it's just like it's Tom Cruise and some women in a movie, and it's, all right, I'll watch that. Truman Show doesn't stand a chance to even, you know, have that mystery. They give everything away. It's called the Truman Show. True, true, man. <laughs> that was dumb. Terrible, terrible dad joke. <laughs> We've become bored with watching actors give us phony emotions. We're tired of pyrotechnics and special effects. While the world he inhabits is, in some respects, counterfeit, there's nothing fake about Truman himself. No scripts, no cue cards. It isn't always Shakespeare, but it's genuine. It's a life. I'm not gonna make it. You're gonna have to go on without me. No way, mister. You're going to the top of this mountain, broken legs and all. We find many viewers leave him on all night for comfort. There is no, there is no difference between a private life and a public life. My, my life is my life. Is the Truman Show? The Truman Show is a lifestyle. It's a noble life. It is a truly blessed life. Yeah, tell me something I don't know. All right. 
right, promise me one thing, though. If I die before I reach the summit, you'll use me as an alternative source of food. Ew, gross. It's all true. It's all real. Nothing here is fake. Nothing you see on this show is fake. It's merely controlled. You're introduced to that cool uh, vignette effect that they have. So, like, you, whenever right. you see through the black corners, you know, like the vignetting, you know yeah, that you it's know kind it's of the like audience they, perspective. TV, yes. Yeah. yeah wa- watching like, it, especially this time, because, again, obviously, you know the premise going in, but it's like, if you look for it, those little round half orb cameras are everywhere. Literally everywhere. And it is so, it's so fun. fun. It's like a weird drinking game. Did you see the one on his finger? I don't think I noticed yep. that till this viewing. And I'm like, he had Get the ring. Dude, I didn't I didn't even notice like I, every time I thought, like, pees, why does he have the big ass? Everyone's ring? gonna see it. That's <laughs> they cut away. That's yeah. what they say. I love the yeah, the two security guard guys when uh, him and his wife go into the bedroom and they're like, they never show anything. They yeah. just show like curtains blowing and <laughs> That was so funny. Oh my god. It's really good. And that's what I mean. I think the funniest parts of this movie are not Jim Carrey. Like, no, he he gives the best lines to every other part. Of, I mean, obviously the scriptwriter does, but the the funniest parts of this movie are everyone else. Jim Carrey basically plays it like a just totally straight, but totally a guy straight. whose world is just dissolving and he doesn't quite know what to do. Right, right, exactly. Well, shout out um, to that bus driver then, because that guy had me cracking up. Oh, he's <laughs> so good. Yes. He just this is normal. destroys well, I'm the just, bus. I'm not doing anything weird. <laughs> and then it's the same guy at the, again, I mean, jumping ahead, but it, same guy at the boat at the yes. end. Yeah. And he's, he's holding the, I don't know, man, I drive a yeah, bus. <laughs> I love that line. That, that cracked me up. That was one of the funniest oh. things in the movie. He's like, can't anybody help? They're all actors. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, this whole movie is a a commentary on it so much. I mean, there's a whole other layer to this movie that's just poking fun at the world we're in, and look what happened. Well, it's interesting. Yeah, it's interesting. Kardashians and shit. Because, I mean, this movie came out in the 90s. This was like at the, what, basically the birth of the internet age, essentially. Late 90s. So it was... Infancy, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Like, had the first season of Survivor even come out by this point? Like, I remember when when that came out, everyone was just like, oh, reality TV, it's gone Mm -hmm. too far. Look at these people losing 20 pounds on an island, blah, blah, blah. Like, little did they know what it would become over the next 20 years. And, like, this movie's talking about it in 1998. Like, I think that's an important context to think about. Like, this is before all of E! and Bravo! and TLC! And, like, all these channels were dedicated to reality TV show. There was basically, like, the Osbournes and Survivor. And, again, maybe that was a couple years later, you know? I think it was later, so yeah. It's wild to think about. Yeah, this, the and it was written in 1996. And that's when they started making this. So this idea came out. Even yeah. before that. So I don't know who wrote it, who came up with the idea, but to see this and put this together and then get Crazy. Jim Carrey, Ed Harris in your movie, and it just it works out. Like it's, it's through and through a very successful story. Mm-hmm. It's just funny because like this movie takes it to the extreme. You know, like Truman, this is all his whole life has been up to this point. <clears throat> like he was born... They, they they say like this was the first national you know t- birth scene on national TV 
you know, so he's been in this thing his entire life. But like by today's standards, like it's, it's not even that far off from what reality TV has become, which is kind of scary, you know? Yeah. So like this, this movie is, is way ahead of its time. And I think that's why it holds up so well, because these concepts are so familiar to us. And it, I mean, it seems like a parody now, but like, it's just, you know, it was kind of a vision of what the future is going to be like of, you know, TV specifically. The, the use of ad placement is also that well done. Always oh, brilliant. Because yeah. it's like, um. I, I had to go on YouTube and just watch some videos of people breaking things down that you might have missed. And I just, I, was, I think it was like what culture, those guys. And they mm. did a really good one. And they were calling out just like, look at the vehicles. Look how shiny they are and bright they are. And like that would be Ford showing off their vehicles, you know. Um, so I was like looking at like when those twins walk by and they slam yes. Truman There's up against always a different it. That's pretty obvious, the right? That's yep. right. You can tell what they're up to. Um, and they do it again like later on. His wife, she gets really weird, and the camera zooms in on her, and she's like, well, what the hell are you talking about? That's another hilarious The Coco scene. from the Nicaraguan mountains. <laughs> like, what, what, are you, what are you talking so about? <laughs> and the beer, the beer, it's just always like a six-pack, like a Budweiser. Marlon, his okay. friend, oh, every yeah. time he goes to his house, always Badly. has a six-pack of that same beer. Yep. I love when they're sitting on the beach, and he, and yeah, Marlon takes a swig, and he like turns the label to camera and like, now that's a real beer. Yes. <laughs> like, that's the tagline right there. Brilliant. Mm. That is a beer. But these jokes still work today. And that's what makes it incredible is that they wrote this in like the mid 90s. And here we are in 2022. And we can totally still get these jokes because it's hard, I think, to watch a movie, sometimes a comedy from another era and get the jokes. And yeah. And yeah, look what we've become. Yeah, it's funny because the well, there's no since it's a 24 seven running TV show, they don't go to commercial breaks. So that, that's why they need the ad placements, which is a funny concept. Um, uh, the music is I, all it's all instrumental. It's all classical it's, music. It's all public free. domain. Yes, it's all public so, domain. Oh, this is a good inner world. Like, I love this inner world building that they did. It's so they cool. did a, such a good job that. building this world out. Um, apparently, the the uh, writer wrote like a 10 page um like i don't even know what to call it like biography or, or whatever backstory for like the city and the town and everything so like all these different background characters have stories and everything and the world is more fleshed out than i realize and apparently Kristoff's character also has like a 10 page biography that they made ed harris read like about himself like about his character so he would get the sense of you know who his character is and so he would uh embody that character a little bit better which yeah, Ed Harris killed it in the role of Kristoff. I mean, he's he's got this whole, like, God complex thing. Like, you know, and he's acting as, like, Truman's dad, but also the god of Sea Haven. It's, it's, there's some really interesting, like, religious concepts as well and stuff kind of mixed in here. Well, let's talk about him. Let's actually dig into that character because I think he... I think it, a lot of people focus on Jim Carrey's performance, but Ed Harris, while he's not in it a lot, he's only in the intro, and then he's in probably the last third of the movie. Mm-hmm. I, I actually wrote down the timestamp because it really wowed me how long into the movie before they showed him. Right, dude? 57 minutes in, he wow. shows up uh, in you know the little cutaway. I mean, granted, he's in the first, what, 10 seconds or whatever for that little trailer part, but... Yeah. 57 minutes you have to wait until the second name on the poster 
That's right. wild. That's crazy. Yeah. So I don't know. I, I I thought that he. I don't know. I thought he. He felt like Steve Jobs or something like that. He just seemed very. Um, top of the world. I'm doing something that nobody's ever done before. I've got the world's attention. Right. But but we also see like what he's, what he's willing to do. I don't know. Yeah. He said one thing. It was going to be my stuff. quote. My one quote was going to be um. Because one one of the producers is like he's going to die in front of millions of people. It's like what's the difference? He was born in front of millions or or something like that. Yeah. And I'm like that line alone is like he does he truly care about Truman because he. He kind of touches his face like like a father would like rub his kid while he's sleeping when he's on that big projection. So he's very complex character. I'd like to read that biography that, that they made right. him. Yeah. Well, yeah. Nope. Go ahead. Sorry. Yeah, he had uh, two of my favorite lines in this whole movie where one was right at the end when Truman just goes like, you know, he's basically speaking to God, uh, the voice in the sky. And he goes like, who are you? And I wrote it down because it, it made me laugh. He goes, I am the creator and then takes a single beat and then goes of a television show that gives hope and joy and inspiration to millions. I was like, perfect delivery. Absolutely perfect. And then the other one was when he was getting interviewed, you know, right around that hour mark. And he says, I'm a man who takes my privacy very seriously. And which is so hilarious considering he subjects Truman to zero privacy like absolutely nothing he's just a person who like can't see the forest from the trees he sees the end goal and doesn't matter what it takes to get there oh yeah Uh, like yeah yeah. he's a fascinating character like this this movie would be like um, an amazing three-week syllabus in a college class like true sure yeah absolutely yeah his character is really interesting like you said he cares about him but he'll also do whatever he has to do to get those ratings, you know, and also keep Truman from learning the truth. You know, like I wrote down, like he'd rather let him die than have him find out the truth. Cause at the end he's literally like trying to kill him and not actually trying to kill him, but he could have easily killed Mm -hmm. him at the end with like the weather and the waves when he's on the boat and everything. Um, but like, like he thought he would, his original intention was to just scare him so he'd turn back. But when he didn't, he just kept turning up the knobs and was like, "I, I thought of Andrew Ryan from Bioshock who created Rapture. Mm, that's a good. If yeah. I can't have it, then no one can. It's a good I will comparison. Burn it down. And I was thinking that like you, you wanted to do something different. You wanted to build inspiration and hope to humanity. That's what you're claiming. But what you're doing is actually without morality. And that's your downfall. And here he right. is again doing the same thing with, with the TV show. And the guy is trying to leave. And you're just like, I'll just kill him. I don't care. He's not leaving. Well, every aspect of his life he's controlled. You know, like when he faked his father's death, like Truman thought his dad died, that was supposed to make him scared of water so he would never cross the bridge and or go on the ferry and try to escape the island. Right. Like all of those things he was doing throughout his entire life to as a way to control him to keep him in this one spot so he would never want to leave um yeah it's they, pretty they even pretty messed up they even had a, a really interesting line that to me kind of hinted at like was this like a deleted scene or like an old version of the script or something where again during that little interview he had about an hour in where this was after his wife had 
you know, he said, like, we're writing the wife off of the show. She's leaving. And he goes, but plans are still in place to have the first uh, birth mm, on conception. You know, conception. Yeah. On, yeah. Uh, to me, which is like, wait a minute. So you're removing the relationship aspect but he's like no 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 we're we're still going to find a way to manipulate this guy into having a baby don't you worry plans are still full right. steam ahead and that was just like oh wow so like it doesn't matter who he just wants the that that spike in ratings he just wants that right. story beat right. it doesn't matter who takes that that role of mother you know mm-hmm. it, it seemed very very interesting to me it seemed like that was like a whole that that could in its own self could have been its own half a movie or sequel or or something like that, uh, but it it speaks to his character volumes. Thank you, cast. May I have your attention, please? We don't have a lot of time, so let's get on with it. First of all, I would like to welcome Walter back onto the show. You may have done us more of a favor than you ever imagined. Regrettably, I also have to inform you that Hannah has chosen not to renew her contract. I'm sure we can all respect her reasons. However, on a more optimistic note, I am pleased to announce that television's first on-air conception will still take place. Yes! You witnessed the initial contact this morning. I think you all know Claudia from her fine work in the theater. Claudia? I loved your Ophelia. Loved it. Thank you. Larry, please. Oh, I did. This is a copy of Claudia's backstory. Her character's name is Vivian. We intend to entice Truman into the affair as soon as possible. Claudia will make a pass at the insurance seminar Truman's attending. Details are in your schedules. I hope you're listening to me. I don't have to tell you how critical these next few weeks will be. This takes us into the next generation. When the child is born, the network will be switching over to a two-channel format to chronicle both lives. What happens when Truman and the baby are both on camera together? There will simply be duplicate coverage. Let's just hope we don't have twins. <laughs> <clears throat> so when Truman dies, we go back to the single channel format, right? That will be all. Thank you. Did you guys did, did you guys notice the shoes like the when people were in his office in that it looked like the Death Star like up top is all black <laughs> oh, yeah. or something like that. Like up in that area if you look at people's feet, they have like those slip-on slippers. Like you go to a hospital, like a surgery is going to happen. You you like oh, oh really? I it did was not weird. That. Yeah, what? Look for it. I, That's a good touch. It, but I, I was just like, what the hell is he like a germaphobe or something? Huh. It would kind yeah, of fit his character, but yeah. I'd never noticed that either. Because it looks That's... like he goes to like like rooms where like it's like double wall. It's like double door or whatever. You ever notice that? Like when he goes. When he wakes up and the other guys are like eating pizza, not paying attention to Truman later on, it looks like he's coming out of a room that's like a double door. Like he needs to have, he doesn't want his air tainted or something. I don't know. It seems weird. I, I was looking at him I could see it. a lot yeah. in this movie. Yeah. Um, but fascinating villain or antagonist, I guess, to what you would think is like, oh, it's a Jim Carrey movie and he's being somewhat serious in it. 
whatever but it's this is actually a very deep movie and it has really good performances in it really good um characters in it that you probably wouldn't expect i wanted to ask what did you guys think about the whole like what's her name lauren portion where he has this flashback of this girl he met in high school and it's not like you know it's not the person he's supposed to fall in love with basically she's an extra on the set heart wants what the heart wants kind of thing right um yeah so like even even he's not he wasn't supposed to fall in love with her and they kind of ushered it away i wish they spent a little bit more time on that because they it seemed very rushed like jim carrey and they and lauren like they blocked eyes in the the one scene and then they you know were kept they kept kind of meeting in weird places and then finally they ran away on the beach and kissed and were and she told tells them all this stuff i'm fine with that it no. just seemed to happen very fast okay no. i just thought the like their relationship oh was, yeah just skip over it it was weird yeah i don't know i i don't care about the youth i, I care more about what he's doing now right now and just like how he's figuring this out and i think the movie could have been longer mm-hmm. yeah i mean i i understand why he held on to that like memento like her her sweatshirt because that what he told her or what she told him you know he was probably wondering his entire life was was she telling the truth was she crazy did she actually move to fiji like and we see him <laughs> in the beginning of him like calling up a you know, the travel agency or whoever in like Fiji, like asking, like, is there a Lauren Garland over there or whatever? And we're like, what is all that about? And then we get the whole, the whole scene with that. Um, I don't know. That's, that's like, it just felt a little rushed to me, but I don't know. I guess I don't know how you would have extended it unless you did make the movie longer and had more backstory there. It just didn't it, feel like they also didn't look like mattered that much. They didn't look like high schoolers. At of all. course not. <laughs> well, it's funny that, again, that you say that. Just use kid actors. I don't know why they just didn't use kid actors. There, but. In some of the research I was doing, Truman was originally supposed to be like a character that was just out of high school. Um, so he was like, uh-huh. instead of like the midlife crisis that he's having, it was supposed to be like high school angst, which would make him sort of question his hmm. reality and everything. But they shifted that a little bit. Um, and another interesting thing is that since Ed Harris and Jim Carrey in reality, in real life, they're only 12 years apart. So um, like in the Truman show, Ed Harris's character would have only been 12 years old when he like did this whole conception of the show and everything. So they made him look older and they tried to make Jim Carrey look younger um, so that there is a bigger age gap there. I would say they succeeded on that. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. He definitely felt like a more mature, you know, like, fatherly type figure i never questioned their age for a second and i think that's all the movie wanted to accomplish you know yeah absolutely all right so let's talk about probably my favorite scene which is when the reveal happens when he's driving down the road and you have uh like the it sounds like he mixed up the signals or something like that happened and you can hear like the set's talking all right he's going left and everybody's going left and everybody's on cue and stuff like that and he's hearing it that's the moment when the music's all like picking up it's got that piano song that's getting building bigger and bigger and it's kind of building up um because you're when you're wondering like when is he going to start realizing it and it, this is about halfway into the movie i think it is roughly yeah, yeah. uh which makes sense because now you, you know how the rest of the movie is going to go he's how is he going to get out of here but when it does happen, though, it is pretty cool because he goes through the revolving door 
I wrote down that revolving door there. scene. Yes. It has a great... And it, I don't know I don't know if I'm looking for things to be poetic, but it just seems very symbolic of something. Like, what are we doing? We're just... Mm-hmm. You know? And, like, his job is very... It's like... It's like Neo in The Matrix. It's just like a mundane job. It's a very generic job. And you just know that there's something bigger than what I'm doing. And I don't know what it is. What's the catch? Mm-hmm. Same thing with Truman. You were talking about patterns. I mean, that's what this movie is building on. Him waking up in the morning, saying hi to his neighbors with the same catchphrase. And that's what the crew's used to. Yep. <laughs> going, yeah. to going to the newsstand and with his little witty repartee that he has. And, and yeah. Just on that one day, there's just there's just enough doubt in his mind where he goes to that revolving door, and he stays, and mm-hmm. he stays, and he stays, and it's that beautiful one camera shot following him around, steady on Jim Carrey's face, but the whole world around him is spinning. Uh, I, I wrote it down as being like, that's that's the whole movie, like that's what it's it's about. That's him realizing like there is something else, and I'm not gonna follow the pattern that they want me to follow i'm gonna right. figure this out oh mm-hmm. great and great, then when he goes great. out like everybody is probably done acting and they're like what the hell so i was watching this video on youtube and they were like check out this guy like he's like scooping up garbage off the ground but it, there's like nothing there he's just like mm-hmm. picking up <laughs> air and then he's like and then they made a con- it was a good point well, they're all actors who's on set throwing garbage on the set nobody is Mm-hmm. You know, so there's no garbage to pick up. Well, it, just... yeah. it, it reminds me of the scene in the hospital when he follows uh, Meryl, his wife, to work, you know, because yeah. I love that scene. Yeah, that they're, they're all like awesome because they're all like pantomiming the surgery since they're all actors. They're not actually really uh, doing it, the which it's funny. Nervous. It's funny that they even go that far because no one would ever see that on like the actual TV show. You know, I would just think they would all be sitting around in a back room having coffee or something. Like when he went in the, the like when yes. he went in the building next door. Exactly. I, I love that. That gave me such like portal vibes. I forgot that scene was even in this movie when I rewatched it. Yeah. And it was like, he, and he goes behind the elevator and it just, all these crew members just sitting there with their cup of coffee and in catering basically. And it's just like, oh, you weren't supposed <laughs> to see behind that wall. And right. it's like, oh, so cool. It, it just, it just chipping away oh and that that was the the other scene i wanted to mention when he visits his friend um his name's escaping me right now his best friend marlon 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 thank you Mm -hmm. uh when he visits marlon while he's working stocking the vending machine there's a really great moment where he's putting the chocolate bars in and then jim carrey starts to walk away and so he takes the chocolate bars back out Mm -hmm. and then he comes back around and he's like oh um i guess and just like starts putting them back, back in. in the exact same way, like the garbage man. Like he, like I didn't know what I was supposed to do after this point because you were never right. supposed to see this. Exactly. Um, brilliant! I, yeah. I, I love this those movie. Requires you to watch it again because just to kind of soak it all in, get the experience and all that stuff, and see how the story unfolds. But then to really, it th- this is a this is like a, if you're a fan of movie production movies actually put in a lot of detail into the background and all that stuff like like there's a lot of rewarding stuff. i mean just looking for the black cameras alone mm-hmm. they're everywhere they're yeah. everywhere yeah like behind him in his office i noticed there were like three 
on the walls and then there was okay. uh they they have a you know a scene later that shows it in the pencil sharpener on his desk at his office yep. Yep. and then what i really loved is there was a magic eight ball on truman's desk that had the camera in it and then oh. later in the movie when they introduce like the new love interest you know quote yeah. unquote yeah. after his wife yeah. leaves and they they roll a little cart around and there's a magic eight ball just sitting on the cart for no reason it's like a payroll cart there would be no magic eight ball there but it was sitting there clearly so they could like had an extra camera on hand that's i was funny. like oh that's, that's so, so good, good. <laughs> i've noticed that uh because he doesn't get exposed to true sun mm-hmm. it's all a dome it's all artificial that he has to take like what is it vitamin d vitamin d supplements yeah supplements. they're all, oh, they're all they on his counter look, he has them on yeah you gotta look for him when oh, he has breakfast or really sitting down he has, mm-hmm. yeah, and ooh, I right? did not catch that either. That's so good, so good. And then, <laughs> yeah. like when he when he goes to that lady to like fly, uh, he's like, I want to get like a trip to Fiji right now. Let's go right now. Ready to buy? She's like, okay. But when she comes out, I guess With she's still makeup. wearing like um, mm-hmm. yep, like a makeup thing. At first, I thought it was like napkin from eating food. She's like, oh, I didn't realize that napkin. But then. Yeah, that's what that was. That's for me. Yeah, that's when they so like fun. powder your face for you know pre movie, yeah. you can't get it on yeah, the costume. He's coming. He's coming. Yeah, it makes me cause... wonder why do they even have one? Why do they have? The... I mean, to scare him, I get it, but like, right. I know it also takes place like in the late nineties, but in real life, but like, they everything made is stylized around like the fifties and sixties. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why didn't they yep. just do fantasy? Why didn't they just do fantasy? I don't know. I, I assume they, I don't know why they went with like or the, like the 1900s. 50s era-ish. I assume just because it's like um, like classic Americana style. Yeah. Kind of the, the most picturesque, right. quaint, it's like perfect utopia. town ever. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's the vibe I got at least. But yeah, it's, it's funny. This whole world sort of reminds me of like a video game. Since everything, like Truman's the main character, everything that's going on revolves around him and basically everything outside of him. Like we were saying, all the background stuff is just for like set dressing. You know, everybody's just pantomiming what they're doing. They're just kind of going through the motions. So like whatever Truman isn't seeing doesn't really matter to like anybody like the audience or anything. And then like when Truman comes into the scene, everybody like perks up and they're all doing their, their actions and stuff. I just, I just love, I just love it. Yeah, there's, there's a great uh, moment, too. Uh, it's later in the movie. I think when it's when they can't find Truman and they, they kind of go through like the PA system. I was like, all right, everyone in, in ready position, or I think mm-hmm. they call it position one or something along those lines. And there's just a great sweeping shot of the town and everyone is just frozen in place, ready to start their daily routine yeah but they're just like we're waiting for our cue and it's the whole town frozen in place just like waiting to do anything it is so creepy it just i'm always i'm curious about the more of the backstory of this world and this show because like yeah obviously truman's wife she like she must have signed on this multi-year deal to live in this place with you know the acting as her husband acting as truman's husband for this many years or whatever until she's off but like are these actors like do all of them have to live there or do some of them you know some of the background people do they get to go home at the end of the day and cycle you know what i mean if they ever make a tv show i think like the like based off of this i think they could explore i would just love to learn more about that type of stuff because imagine like what if the actress 
died in real life. Yeah. You know, right. she got sick or got like hit. Like someone got a heart or attack or, yeah, some murder kind of or whatever. Accident. Yeah. And he's just like, uh, so they're like scrambling because they got to write it in. And, you know, like you could play around with that kind of stuff. Um, I, I didn't even think about it till now, but is that kind of what they were hinting at when, um, Oh my God, the best friend. I'm sorry. Marlon. Marlon, thank you. I'm yeah. going to write this down. Uh, <laughs> when Marlon is sitting in with, uh, with Truman toward the end of the movie and he's doing yeah. the speech that uh, Christoph gives him and he goes, oh, remember when I was in the hospital for a month because of pneumonia, because of some wacky antics we did? Could that yeah. have been them like, quote unquote, writing him off for a month or like? Probably. Yeah. Probably some... needed some time off. Right. You know? Something like so... that. Yeah. Yeah, oh, that's stuff like that where like, you know, like, yeah, like, I don't know what if his mom was sick or something and he had to leave for a month like you're yeah. saying. So they gave his yeah. character pneumonia. Right. It's like, oh. oh, I was in the hospital for a month. Yeah. Sorry, you didn't see me. That's so, well, actually, stuff, that makes me like wonder. That. Like, OK, hold on a second. Like, he has a mother on the show. She never is off the show. She stayed around. Right. Mm-hmm. The actress gets older. The actress gets sick. Let's say she develops cancer or she has a stroke. What do they do? She's she's not going to want to be in the show. She's going to want to have medical treatment. She's going to want to not be in the show anymore. Yeah. So what does Truman do? Just like your mom got hit by a bus, or she disappeared. So how they do they probably have to old... do this? Yeah, the same thing they did with his dad or something. Like just some crazy thing that happened, and for some reason you can't see her anymore. You know. So every every time somebody gets old and like or sick to leave the show, something major, like something totally traumatic happens to him. So they yeah. get him. Yeah. What a horrible, terrible, horrible thing to do to somebody, mm-hmm. especially to a kid too, with the father thing like that. But I mean, he tries. Man, Truman tries. He tries. They they throw everything at him when he's like when he does the whole hand thing and he's stopping the cars. He's like, okay, something is going on, and he doesn't know who to trust. And he doesn't can't, he can't trust his wife. He can't trust his best friend. Um, the the whole stuff with the wife is really good because when she gets spooked, that was really cool. She's just yeah. like, do something. He's like, somebody do who something. Are you talking to? Right. Oh, that was who great. Are you talking to, and then after that, like, um, yeah, he like grabs her or something like that, and then Marlon shows up with beer, and then she <laughs> runs into his arms, and next thing you know, she's like, I'm done with this. This isn't right. worth Can't it. Do she's anymore. off the show. Yeah. So she she, she has a great line him. about like this isn't this isn't professional. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Why don't you let me fix you some of this new mococo drink? All natural cocoa beans from the upper slopes of Mount Nicaragua. No artificial sweeteners. What the hell are you talking about? Who are you talking to? I've tasted other cocos. This is the best. What the hell does this have to do with anything? Tell me what's happening! Well, you're having a nervous breakdown. That's what's happening. You're part of this, aren't you? Ruin! <laughs> Meryl! You are scaring me! No. You're scaring me, Meryl. What are you gonna do? Dice me? Slice me or peel me? There's so many choices! No! Do something! Who are you talking to? Nothing. I didn't say anything. I didn't say anything. You said you said... No, I didn't talk. I wasn't talking to anybody. Talk to me! Don't know anything. Please stop. Stay where you are. 
Truman? Truman. Oh, thank God. Oh, thank God. Oh. How can anyone expect me to carry on under these conditions? It's unprofessional. Crazy, right? So, yeah, so she would leave the show. Um, and then right after that, he... I mean, he, he's he's on his way out at that point. He knows every he can't trust anybody, mm-hmm. right? And that was actually really cool too. Well, not cool, but cheesy, kind of cool, whatever, or maybe not to other movies. But when Truman does make his escape, uh, Christoph is like, "Hold on, rewind, enhance." He does the old <laughs> it's enhance. So cheesy. Like, what is this technology that movies have where they can look at pixelated information <laughs> and enhance it, just make it get more clear detail? As day. Yeah. What? Press the make it 720p button, please. Right. <laughs> yeah. Ridiculous. It's like all those old, yeah, like NCIS and CSI and all that stuff. It's like, oh, what's that? Enhance. Like, yeah. That doesn't exist. I, I got like total Simpsons vibes where like sometimes the Simpsons will get like the whole town riled up and then they'll just all as a, like a whole, the whole community will just go to like, I don't know, downtown Springfield, and they'll like march around, look hunting down Homer or Bart or something like that, right? Yeah, oh, yeah. And that's what it felt like with uh, Truman. It looked <laughs> yeah. like Springfield with like everybody in town looking for like arm Simpsons. in arm, basically. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then like the cheesy, like the mom's like, if only I could see him, you know. And then the the dad actor is like, I'm his dad. Let me try. He's like, Truman, it's me, Dad. <laughs> it's just so awkward. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's just, that was that was kind of the one thing I was hoping for, and again, I on the rewatch I couldn't remember what happened with them, but I was hoping the best friend character had a little more, some sort of bow on his kind of yeah character yeah, arc. It, kind of it felt him like off a little bit. yeah, like he was marching with them, and he seemed. I think that was the last thing that happened. Like he was just right? he was like for looking him into and then a they camera didn't see him again. And, yeah, he talked to Paul yeah. Giamatti or whatever, and was like, I don't, I don't <clears> see him. And yep. uh, I don't think you see him for the rest of the movie. It was just like, if I would have yeah, liked right. something there, but that's such a small nitpick in the in the grand scheme of this movie. You know, he he mm. he played his role um, uh, perfectly. And every time I see that guy, I always think he's uh, Biff from Back to the Future, but he's not. He's a distinctly different actor. But I do too. <laughs> he What's looks just that? like he's Biff. got the yeah, he's got the like same hair and yeah, face structure and everything. I could see it. For sure. Um, but yeah, you'd think after all of those years together, you know, quote, as their quote unquote best friends, they would develop actual friendship being together every day, you know, for yeah. how many ever years since high school. You know how they're always drinking beer? Wouldn't it be cool if there was a scene where he's just like, he's like, Mario, what's wrong? He's just like, oh man, he's just crying. He's like, what's wrong? He's like, no, man, I just, he gets like drunk. He's like, he wants to tell him. He's like, mm-hmm. dude, how long have I known you, man? Like, that's why they need a TV show, so we can have those moments. Flesh the stuff out more, yeah. You know, because yeah. like, you can just see, like, because Truman knows that his wife and him, they don't get along. And it was always forced, but he just knew it was off. And he's like, you, why, don't you, why do you stick with me? You, don't, you can't stand me, you know? Mm-hmm. And there's just, like, no relationship. They don't have, you know, you, you can see from say, their performances. It but can't be easy Flesh it out these, with a TV show more. It can't like, be he tries to have sex with her, and she's like, I got a headache. Yeah. You got a yeah, headache exactly. again? It's like, yeah, but you got to try these new Advil, blah, blah, blah. It'll be great. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Yeah, I can't. It's It's got to take a toll on these actors, you know, pretending to be someone, some, someone else who they're not every single day of their lives. And I don't know. 
I I would like to, like you said, get in, have a TV show that would dig in deeper to some of these other characters and, yeah. uh, you know, some of the darker sides of it. I mean, it, it doesn't get too overly dark, but there is there's definitely darker shades here. But um, I, I mean, could see how they could make a, a pretty um, in-depth TV show out of this. Yeah. Again, on the rewatch, I, I didn't remember the, the subplot with the father. Um, and so when he sees the, the homeless man at the beginning and he just goes, dad. And then those two like G men, like men in black yeah, basically dude. pop up out of nowhere and just take him out and drag him onto a bus. Like that was genuinely creepy again, mm-hmm. maybe, maybe cause I didn't remember it or maybe it just really stood out, especially in this, like, again, picturesque you know, out of a Sears catalog kind of village uh, town. Uh, and then out of nowhere, just like, nope, these some underground force is, is you know, manipulating your hand. Mm-hmm. Uh, they did such a great job of that, of that duality. Uh, did throughout the dad want to be on the show or did he want to connect with Truman as a father figure and he felt bad? I think he just wanted to be an actor, right? For him to be in line, like Truman, it's me, Dad. Like he doesn't really care, right? Yeah, because he wasn't trying to say like you know they show the montage of everyone yelling like Truman, you're on TV. Like that's not what he was doing. He he played it up. He hammed Mm -hmm. up the role of like son, or you know, I don't think he said it, but he might as well have. Okay, Yeah. yeah, because like. Why did they even put him on the show? Because, like, dude, after that, Truman well, was obsessed with, like, whoa, after I, like, people ushered him away, and then all these people got in my way. Well, I think was that was like the point. was trying to stop me. They snuck, they snuck him onto the set, and I think they, they wanted to make it a plot point in the actual show to be like, oh, oh your dad was alive. Did. Yes, you're, like, your dad was alive this entire time. That's why they did the reunion with him and his dad at the end, because, like... Oh, and everybody's, like... Yes, masterpiece when they embrace each yes. other, and they're like exactly because because they knew that would like the ratings would skyrocket with like a kind of big right. reveal like that, you know. Uh, he's a sick, he's a yeah. sick dude, man. <laughs> How could you do that to somebody's life? I don't know. It's sad. It's, a, it's also interesting when he escapes, and like you know, all these people I'm have been watching too. for years and years, like following his entire life. It seems like people are like happy. the bathtub man. Yeah, the bathtub man cracked Love me up. bathtub man. He's so good. All right, how about who's everyone's favorite viewer of the show? Because they cut away to the I, audience. I like bathtub. I like the two old ladies too. They're oh, really with the Truman it. pillow. And they're yeah, the yeah. Truman. They're always sewing everything. And there was there was a, a a thing that I read as well. One of the old ladies has like a a robe or something, some piece of clothing that one of the characters wears. Um, and it's funny because they say like everything on oh, yeah. the Truman show is for sale. So like, if you see something you like that somebody's wearing on the show, you can buy it. So like one of the fans has a piece of clothing from the show, which I thought was a good detail. Oh, that's good. I'm going with bathtub, man. Okay. Bathtub man's great. When, when, he, when he's hanging on the thing, the shower curtain. You, you see a little extra skin yes. there. And I'm like, whoa. <laughs> My oh, kids so thought good. that scene was hilarious. So they think that guy's like, why is he in the tub? Why is he naked? I'm like, I don't. I don't know. The, the showing that there's everybody around the world watches this show. Mm-hmm. Everybody loves it. I love the the two waitresses or the two bartenders. Uh, they were the best. And but honestly, maybe the security guys. Now that I think about it, those, oh, they they, they crack really me up good. more than anybody. And they're so engrossed in watching the show. You know, someone's trying to 
like park or whatever. Leave it in the car. Leave it in the car. Yeah, it's good. Oh, they, they were so good. I would, I would say the, like, the ending part of this movie is actually pretty emotional. Like, I didn't cry, but I was, I'm still emotionally invested. Like, I'm still oh, rooting yeah. for Truman throughout yeah. this water. Like, he's, he's like, he he snuck out. He left everything, and he's just going to see what he thinks is like the real world, or he's trying to figure out what's going on, and he faces his own, in like fear of the water. Mm-hmm. And he does it, and yeah. he gets to Santa Maria, which is a nice little touch. But he goes out and it's like, "I'm gonna go to see the unknown. I'm leaving this place." And Kristoff, you know, this is the point where Ed Harris is really in, you know, performing, and he's, you know, he's trying his best to like control Truman. And the music's kicking in. Paul G. Matty's like, "I can't do it. I'm not doing it." You know, and it's just there's a lot of things coming to a full stop here, and it's just like, what is gonna happen? Mm-hmm. You know, and you, you know, he's not gonna die, but just still, like him, just like hey. the light, like the sun comes out, and you just feel like he did it. Yeah, he got through it, and then he, you know, he sits. And up the comedy, and... I love the the comedic moment too, when he's like, he whatever, like you said, the sun comes out, he sits up, and then you see the boat just go right through the wall. <laughs> like right I, there's I, the end i put in my notes the boat crashing through the set is perfect in all caps perfect the music is interrupted it's not like yes. at a good stopping point the way the sail just tear or the uh whatever i'm not a boatsman uh the front of the <laughs> boat rips through the 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 dome it is just and honestly even though i've seen this movie multiple times i was because i know that scene is that that's a very famous scene from this movie and i'm like is it this? Is it this one? Mm-hmm. They do a good enough job, even in 1080p or whatever modern standards are. I wasn't sure if that was a set painted or if that was real sky to the point where, like, that moment really... that yeah. real, they It's got effective. Me. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah think, no, it's good. And it's the, like the, the perfect stairs. way to end it. Yep. Yeah. And, the, and, and the stairs and the black door and, and then, like, the god as the sun kind of thing I, everything about all of that i mean the, the finale is it ends it lands it's it just lands mm-hmm. everything i mean that's everything what you want to see to do you want to see truman finally discover the truth and get out you know get out in yeah. the world and i want to see like not that i want a sequel to this movie but i want to see what happens after truman goes out that door yeah like, do they just let him walk away i couldn't stop thinking about it after this movie like does what, he have to, that's yeah, the brilliant do, what, what happens the story because yeah. because right you know, it's a black door it's you don't know it's yeah. perfect right it's absolutely perfect they don't hint at anything they just show sylvia leaving her apartment him mm-hmm. leaving and the whole world applauding for him that's oh, it nothing but he does else. do he does do the the, the line though well, he's he just like lie. he's like like ed harris or christoph is yelling at him it's like well would you say something the whole world's watching mm-hmm. you know and he says this whole thing and the little like, oh, actor's bow, the theater bow, yeah. bow that he does. That's uh, a really good bow he did too. Yeah, like he's just—you forget how good he is with his body. Like he's just yeah. oh the whole time. He's, and and talk about like the the god allegory, you know, to to be studied in a college right. class after the boat crashes, and he's literally like he's basically walking on water, like son of God yes. to get to the staircase. It's just like, yeah. Oh, it's, it's all there, baby. Like you oh, can, yeah. mm-hmm. all the delicious little, you know, college classroom morsels of this show. Like it's, or this movie, excuse me. It's, it's all there. It's so great. And then the, 
I loved, loved the last line. My friends, the security guards again, <laughs> when they oh. just go, oh, yeah, he did it, he did it, he did it. Five seconds later. What else is on? What else is on? Uh, let me see. Let me check the TV guide. It's well, that's like, what I was thinking. Like, done. It, Show's over. These people that have anymore. been, these people that have been watching for years and years and years, like, it seems like they're okay with it. Like, it seems like that's what they wanted is for Truman to escape and discover the truth because everybody's cheering when all that happens and like after that the show's just over like you know there's no more truman show after that and they're all like okay well what else is on what else is on that is such a good the ultimate consumerism ending like Mm -hmm. it's i love it i loved it so much well uh, they should do a sequel they should do something else with but i think i think they spent so much i love I love when they build a world so much, and I feel like they made so much. I'm like, yes, leave it, you know, leave it alone. It's perfect, all that stuff. Don't ruin it. But I think after all these years, I think we could revisit. Like, imagine a scene where you have out, like a cottage out in the middle of nowhere, not around people, and Jim Carrey is just by himself, and you see a old Ford truck. <laughs> do, you, do we want a driving down the road of the Truman Show like they've been doing? <laughs> and it's doing. just driving and he's just like who who is this? The legacy sequel of and the then, Truman Show. And then the, and then he gets out and it's Marlon and he says I know oh what you're going to say. I know what you're going to say. Just give me 5 minutes. And then, you know, or something like that. And just like what's going to happen? Like that's your trailer, you know? And then like it could be whatever. But like wouldn't it be cool and like yeah. what's he going to talk about? Maybe he just feels bad and he just wants to be friends with him or like I want you to know that they're making it again with someone else. And we're not going to let that happen. They have again. to do or the whatever, yeah. Yeah. You know? They have to they have to do the uh the Blade Runner 2049 type sequel to this. I think you so. Know? A creative script could come by and I would love to see I would love to see more of this Again, because I think people watch this movie again and again because it does hold up, and it's just it's just it delivers in so many of the things that it wanted to do, and I don't know. I'm always looking for, but then again, everybody's fatigued with reboots. Like, why don't we write anything new? But I I think they're yeah yeah. I don't know if I actually want it, but if they did it, I would I'd be all there for it. There's enough left, you know, mystery left there and meat on the bone of the of this world that that I think it could. I think it could, they could make something from it, but um, yeah. Is there anything else you want to say before we wrap this up? I feel like we talked about <laughs> pretty much everything there is. I had all the the notes on on my page. I, I just I was really loving this movie again. It's great. Yeah, I'm glad I got to rewatch it. Um, definitely, like like you said, Brandon, it feels like it could be longer because it, it feels like it does go by pretty quick. Yeah. It's like an hour and 40 minutes and, you know, it goes by, goes by like nothing. Um, what about you, Brandon? Anything, anything else to say? No, no. The only other comment I had that we didn't touch on was, was the TV audience always hoping that he got out because that was, yeah, that was my everybody question. rooted for up. the Sylvia storyline. And I, f- I felt like people like knew that like it would eventually happen. He would get out and it was just when. Mm-hmm. And that's why everybody like like Kristoff thinks everybody likes that he's trapped in there. He doesn't see them being trapped, protected, but like he's living in his own little bubble. But it seemed like the audience more or less like, you know, he'll get out when he gets up. In the meantime, this is awesome, right? <laughs> Shit to watch. Yep. Yeah. No, that's a very interesting 
point. It's like because they're all cheering. Yeah, the end, right. It seems like the audience is the, you know, the surrogate for the movie audience. But at the same time, like these people are super obsessed with the show. Mm-hmm. Yeah, are they more obsessed with the show think, or the human? I think you know? they just want Truman to be happy, and for him to truly be happy, he had to get out of there. Yeah, I think you might be right. Which is which good. speaks again to why it's so important for Jim Carrey to do such a good job as that character, because oh, yeah. a, a lesser person in that role, or uh, ooh, if they're not as likable, they get to that finale scene and people might not be cheering quite as much for him to escape. You know, he Jim Carrey knocked it out of the park on this one. Agreed, absolutely. Um, awesome. Well, I think that's a good place to end it. Uh, that's a lot of talk about the Truman Show, and I enjoyed watching it again and enjoyed talking about it with you guys. Um, so let's end Act 2 here, take a little break, and when we come back, we will do a round of video game 20 questions Bam. right after this. always this time we're playing video game 20 questions yeah. uh if you don't know how this works for some reason uh you guys are going to ask me a series of yes or no questions and the only rule here is you have to save one question for the guess of the game so you can't guess early mm. so if you guess the game and you get it wrong you lose so usually it's 19 questions and a guess for the game um, so, gotcha. yeah, you can't come out of the gate being like, oh, is it uh, linked to the past? No. Wrong. Over. You lose. But that's the only rule. Other than that, yes or no questions. Okay. And that's it. So let's let the questioning begin. Bob, please kick oh. us off. The master of oh, questions. Gosh, the pressure here. Um <laughs> uh, And it, it, uh, yes or no questions, right? Uh, yes, yes or no question. Uh, was this game released after December 31st, 1999? No. Mm. Okay. Same question, 1989. Yes. Okay. 90s, 90s game. game. Now we're talking my language. <laughs> <laughs> is this a Nintendo exclusive? <laughs> yes, it is. Oh! It might just be linked to the past. I don't want to say. Was this game released on Super Nintendo console? No. I hope someone's keeping track of the number of questions, by the way. Okay. Yes, all right. I am. Yes. <laughs> all right. So, odds are NES or 
uh, in 64, unless he's pulling out a... When did they stop making NES games? Probably like weird number, like 93, some weird... There were some late ones yeah, in the early games. 90s. DuckTales yeah. 2. Kid Kid Dracula, I think, came yeah. pretty late or something like that, maybe. Wario's Woods or something. Was that was well, is this Woods. a <laughs> Nintendo 64 game? Yes, it is. There we go. Okay. Okay, that makes um, more sense. Does... Good luck, Bob. Ah, there we go. <laughs> here we go. I can't help you no longer on your journey. <laughs> uh, does this game have multiplayer? Yes. Mm. Multiplayer. Okay. Like, mm, does it mean online or is it co-op? Is online. It party, like... Wait a minute. <laughs> it's N64. <laughs> it's the 90s, Brandon. It's the 90s. Yeah. What are you plugging your N64 into a <laughs> 32K router or something? Oh, I guess. I'm sorry. I was a PC oh, boy around so, this yeah. time. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, you can go online, but you could go online with the Sega Genesis the, back in the, the early Dreamcast, 90s. Sega TV. Yeah. Only to yeah. download stuff, but yeah. No, I see. Dreamcast was really Nintendo's still using cartridges on the goddamn Switch, so. <laughs> Fair. They like, they're old school. Okay. Interesting. Um, it's going to be one of the, Is Mario in this game? Yes. Oh. Baby. Okay, but that could be in anything okay. though. Yeah, it could he be has Mario a lot of games. Party, it could be Smash Brothers. It could be Mario Tennis. Uh, all right, how do we? Yeah, Mario Tennis for sixty four was good. Um, it's like is it like is it like Mario, like Mario World games, or is it like Mario Universe games, or is it Mario with like Zelda and you know like because like okay, the party is games. this a sports game? No. It's okay, not. so golf, tennis, out. Ca- Is fighting considered a sport? Cart. <laughs> uh, That's yeah. a sport. You rank up point. Well, you cross a finish line. Yeah, There's first suppose, place, second place. There's winners, right? A sport has a winner and a yeah. loser. Okay, now we're asking the deep questions. <laughs> what is... <laughs> Questioning my life. What is a sport? Um... Who am I? <laughs> All right. What, what? How many questions are we up to? Eight. Okay. All right. Is the number sixty-four in the title of this game? No. Okay. Because I know that's the it... thing, right? They put the oh, yeah. sixty-four. Yeah. So realistically, it's probably a Mario Party or Smash Brothers. Um, is Captain Falcon in this game? <laughs> No. Okay. All right. Not. Well, that is ten. Okay. It's probably a Mario Party or something of that ilk. Uh, but how do we? Smash Brothers, right? What's around Smash Brothers? No. Last question was yes is about Captain, Captain Falcon, Falcon in this game, and he said no. Oh. So then Mario Party. But there okay. were like so then three. That's um... just like. 64? Maybe more? Ooh. Unless it's something I'm not thinking of that has Mario multiplayer. F- well, not multiplayer focus, but has multiplayer. Uh, not a sports title. Mm. Wait, multiplayer is not a focus of this game, you said? How do you know that? You asked uh, I said if it has multiplayer, and it was a yes. 
but I don't want to. I don't want to think too much into that because. How many questions do we have? You're at ten questions. Okay. Uh, is this game a? Questions, I guess. Um, how do I word this properly? Is this the first game in a franchise? Yes. That was a yes. Yes. Mm, okay. That's a good question, Bob. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, if it's not Mario Party, I can't think of what else it might be. <sighs> Mario. Luigi's Mansion. No, that's GameCube. That was GameCube. <laughs> See, Brandon doesn't know his Nintendo. <laughs> Oh, I got you back. Don't worry. Don't worry. Um, should I just ask Mario Party focused questions to just really hammer this home? Who who do you play in that? Is uh, Princess Luigi, a couple of mushroom yep. dudes? <laughs> mushroom dudes. <laughs> All right. You can, can can you play as Princess? Uh, one of the princesses in this game? Yes. Okay. I don't know if that helps. Do you play mini games? In this, <laughs> yes. How many? How many were there on this? You no, know, you said it's the first yeah, of the series, yeah. though. So okay. Um, All right, you go ahead, Bob. Is this a party game? <laughs> yes. I mean, is this Mario Party? Yes, it hey! is. Good job. <laughs> yeah. You guys have my number okay. from the beginning. Whew. Zeroed in on Nintendo. Nineties game, Nintendo. That kind of locked yep. it in. I was getting well, nervous. I wanted it was to be like Mario Party four or something weirdly obscure like that. So Yeah. Yeah. Mario Party one through three were one on three. the N sixty four. And then yeah, four was the first GameCube one. So good uh I would have known question. that. I would have thought that the first one was on Super Nintendo because I'm a dummy. <laughs> I wouldn't have known that. <laughs> There you go. That's why you got Bob here. I wanted but to, but I bought it. I bought a, a Switch Pro controller. I'm look. I want to lose myself go. to Nintendo for a little bit right now. I just want to lose myself to some Nintendo action. Well, there's and I plenty want to play of it for you. Breath of the Wild. I'm gonna. I think it might start over. I don't know, but like, I'm just gonna do it. I gotta find. A, I want to get. Into, I want to like that game. <laughs> it eats me up inside, knowing that everybody loves Listen, that game, and I don't. It's okay not to, to like a game, Brandon. I'm blaming the controller right now, so I think if Wait, I get a hold real up, controller. Hold You've been playing Breath of the Wild with what with Joy Cons? What have you been playing with? Uh just yeah, well like just handheld mode. And then I have okay. like a cheap like uh like a uh, uh, pro knockoff from oh. Amazon that's like feels like it's gonna break mm-hmm. in my hands and I put on the TV and I'm like, this isn't how like because I like my I love my Xbox controller. And I yeah. know this is a tangent, but like I love my Xbox and it feels like a controller. It feels no, good. Pro controller is a good controller. It really is. So yeah, so I bought that. Um, train myself to that so that I could just I I, I take the, my controller serious. So I, know, I, guess. I take my controller serious. <laughs> yeah, my my whole thing was that I'm I wanted I wanted to choose a game from 1998 since that was the uh, year the Truman Show was released, but I didn't want it to make it too oh, hard. 98. But there was a lot of popular games that came out in 1998. So Resident Evil 2, Legend of Zelda, Ocarina of Time, Half-Life. Metal Gear Solid. Half-Life, StarCraft, yep. So some big ones right. that year for sure. But yeah, awesome. Perfect. Well, Good thanks, job. Bob. Yeah. Hey. Thanks, Bob, for joining us. 
this was amazing. Uh, thank you so much, guys. This uh, the the game show, do, uh... talking movies. I could do this all day. This is fantastic. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We like to have fun around here. Um, do you want to do another a plug for your show really quick? Just oh, tell the folks. Sure. If people aren't sick of my voice yet. Uh, they can search out my podcast, 99 Questions. It's the number 99 uh, questions. And uh, like, I, uh, like I said before, I, I take pride in having a, a diverse range of guests from people in the video game industry like uh, Dan Reichertz, uh, Mary Kish, Ben Hansen, uh, Serial Vasquez, Kyle Hilliard, Jeff, Jeff Cork, Joe Juva, uh, to people in the acting world, uh, Avalon Penrose, the voice of uh, Megara from Hades, uh, Jeffrey James, his comedian, Cecily Bro, who's an actress, Jonathan Mangum from Whose Line Is It Anyway and Let's Make a Deal, uh, Bill Oakley from The Simpsons, uh, Josh Robert Thompson, who was a sidekick on The Craig Ferguson Show, uh, people in the music world, people in the D&D world, Sam Reich from College Humor, Brennan Lee Mulligan, uh, Becca Scott, if if you recognize any of these names that I've been rattling off for far too long here, uh, awesome. search 99 questions. But uh, uh, more than anything, if you have an extra two minutes, not even two minutes, it'll take you 30 seconds. Uh, go go and rate this podcast that you listen to uh, right now. Nomads of Fantasy. Give them five stars because I know, it, uh, know from a fellow podcaster, it's, it's nice to check those reviews and see one more on there. It'll take you 30 seconds. Uh, if they make you write something, just say Bob sent me, and uh, <laughs> everyone <laughs> everyone wins in this scenario. Rate and whatever you're listening to, you could do it on Spotify now. Do it; it'll take thirty seconds. Oh, thank you, Bob. Such kind words. Um, I had blast talking about the Truman Show and our game and everything. It was this was a really fun episode. Um, and we know who to call next time we talk some uh, Jim Carrey. Cause you know, I was gonna say, we're going to do Eternal a Dumb and Dumber episode. Yeah. Oh my God. I just <laughs> watched Eternal... Dumb and Dumber the other week. And just did you really? Die. Yeah. Oh yeah. I, I love that movie. Oh my God. I love it. it they, well, I they just, I think Carrey. it just oh, came to, I saw it on Netflix. I'm like, yep, we're watching Dumb and Dumber. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. If you need I a, had to do it, if you need a third or a fourth for Eternal Sunshine, uh, I am prepared now to talk about it so <laughs> okay i am here i'd be it. yeah uh, i'd be all in since i've never seen that movie so it's been an honor guys thank you so much for having me awesome thank you um well i guess we'll wrap up here we'll do our little spiel uh if you want to follow us on uh social media you can follow us at nomads of fantasy on twitter and instagram if you want to email us nomads of fantasy at gmail.com if you want to, I don't know, go to our website for some reason, thenomadsoffantasy.com is also there. Um, and with that, good morning. And in case I don't see you, good afternoon, good evening, and good night. And safe travels, nomads. He said it. <laughs> he said the thing. <laughs> I had to. I had to. He had to. Perfect.
You can speak. I can hear you. Who are you? I am the creator of a television show that gives hope and joy and inspiration to millions. Then who am I? You are the star. Was nothing real? You were real. That's what made you so good to watch. Listen to me, Truman. There's no more truth out there than there is in the world I created for you. Same lies. The same deceit. But in my world, you have nothing to fear. I know you better than you know yourself. You never had a camera in my head. You're afraid. Why you can't leave? It's okay, Truman. I understand. I have been watching you your whole life. I was watching when you were born. I was watching when you took your first step. watched you on your first day of school. <laughs> the episode when you lost your first tooth. <laughs> you can't leave, Truman. Please, God. You belong here. You can tell us. With me. Talk to me. Say something. Say something, goddammit! You're on television! You're live to the whole world! In case I don't see ya. Good afternoon, good evening, and good night. Yeah. Want another slice? No, I'm okay. What else is on? Yeah, let's see what else. Where's the TV guy?